Hello, you are listening to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for the woman who is suffering from digestive issues like IBS and SIBO. I am your host, Carly Raven. I am a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert, and mother. My mission is to help educate you about IBS and SIBO and take you on a journey to resolving your digestive issues. I will have real conversations and give you solutions that I know actually work. So if you're ready to be bloat-free, poo better, have more energy and become free from the fear of food, then you are in the right place. Hello and welcome back to the Nourish Gut Podcast. You're listening to episode 21 and I'm so excited that you are tuning in. Now, you've probably hit play on this episode because you've seen garlic and SIBO and you're like, hmm, curious because it's highly likely that you don't tolerate garlic. It is a really common uh, food trigger for people with IBS and SIBO. And many people that come to see me, it is like one of the top foods that they can't tolerate. All right. And often they've been removing it either in isolation or as part of the FODMAP diet because um, garlic is actually one of the high FODMAP foods. So FODMAP stands for fermentable oligosaccharides, disaccharides, monosaccharides, and polyols. Um, and essentially they're just short chain fatty, uh, sorry, short chain carbohydrates. Um, and they can really pose an issue for people with IBS or SIBO, um, and increase the symptoms of when the SIBO hasn't been treated properly. So uh, in particular, it can really cause bloating and abdominal pain. However, when you correct the SIBO and the IBS, um, you can actually become a lot more resistant um, and tolerant, sorry, to um, these FODMAP foods and garlic in particular. But there's a lot of confusion around garlic when I start working with my patients. So I was really keen to jump on the podcast today and and to unpack this a little bit more um, because I know that you know, it's a little bit confusing. Um, in particular, uh, a lot of people have different thresholds. So some people who have SIBO and IBS don't even react to garlic. Um, some are like severe and cannot touch it. Some can have a really small amount of garlic um, and others can like tolerate, you know, a bit um, and quite a lot. It's kind of like you've got to find where that threshold is for you. Um, and this is even true post SIBO treatment. Um, you know, you might become 50% more likely to eat um, garlic, but you can still overdo it and get, you know, some of that stomach pain or bloating come back. But it should generally never be as bad as what it was prior to you um, treating the SIBO. So let's talk about garlic for a second. So you have garlic, which is like a whole food, right? And it's like a clove and it's in its like most normal um, state. And that's how you would chop it up and cook with it. And this is probably the the version of garlic that people uh, don't tolerate the most. You then have um, like infused garlic products. In particular, one of the ones my um, patients use is like infused um, olive oil, for example, with the garlic in there. And if they're not having it as part of their diet, um, it's just a really great way to get, you know, flavor of the garlic into meals and stir fries and all those things that you're cooking with, um, and not get those symptoms, especially while you're 
essentially treating the SIBO and IBS, it can, um, you know, be a really nice thing to have in there so you don't feel like your food is as bland. Um, and most people tolerate those infused oils, but, you know, I have had some patients who are like, I really don't think that, um, I can even have that and have to completely avoid the garlic and the even the infused oils so um you know and and it's not always garlic like some people can't tolerate apples or oatmeals um you know there's no one size fits all when you've got ibs and SIBO you know food intolerances are really common um however when you address those underlying causes um and you know get that bacteria back in balance um you will and i see it in multiple clients um get those food intolerances back under control and love and enjoy the food that you so want to and you're hanging out to do. But that might take time, right? We can't expect to get from A to B, um, you know, overnight. So we've got to be patient through that process. Now, um, just because one person can tolerate garlic um, and you can't doesn't mean that, you know, you'll never be able to eat, you know, spaghetti bolognese um, or garlic bread or something like that again. Um, So I really do want to feel like um, I'm giving you hope (laughs) um, and that you can get to that place because I've seen it with multiple clients. It just, you know, we have to be patient throughout this process um, and you have to treat the SIBO properly. Anyway, what I really wanted to talk about today as well is that what people tend to get stumped on is when you start your SIBO treatment. So, for example, um, if you test positive for SIBO, um, as naturopaths, we prescribe herbal uh, antimicrobials. And it really depends on the type of SIBO that you have as to what type of herbal antimicrobial you will be given. So, in particular, your uh, methane um SIBO um, responds really, really well to allicin. Now, allicin is a constituent that is extracted from garlic and is really, really beneficial. And it's really funny because obviously when I prescribe some of these supplements to my patients and they read the label and they're like, garlic, and they freak out on me and they're like, they get in their emails and they're like, I can't eat this. It's going to make me feel worse. And or they read it and then this whole like anxiety starts happening. And before they know it, they're in a worse, you know, a flare up of SIBO because they're like, you know, freaking out about the garlic in the tablet. So I wanted to talk to you today about, you know, what's actually happening from a, a supplement point of view. Right. So we want it's not regular garlic. Right. It's not a clove of garlic in a tablet when you're taking allicin. You know, this is a very stabilized extract of allicin, okay? Um, And it is very different to garlic, which is very fermentable and a trigger for a lot of people's IBS symptoms, okay? So we don't typically want you to be, you know, eating whole cloves of garlic, um, so using this allicin and this is the really great thing about technology um, and supplements in these cases is that we can actually get that antimicrobial extract from the plant to get the action we want to treat the SIBO which I just think is so cool Um, you know and we use different herbs for different types of SIBO but typically um, I'm using you know an extract of garlic called allicin in SIBO patients. So I think, you know, I just wanted to break that down 
um, because I don't want you to freak out if you've been given, you know, Alison, or maybe you've like, you're like, oh, that was me. And then I stopped my treatment and you're still suffering from IBS and SIBO. Um, and you have methane, then go back and try it and have faith. Like it is totally okay. Um, you know, you can avoid, you know, the, the garlic and the infused ones, but I would highly re- recommend that you do give Allison a trial. Um, if you have methane, um, specific SIBO, because it could be an absolute game changer for you. It's not the only thing that I use uh, to treat methane positive SIBO patients. It's one part of the treatment plan. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to share that information with you guys um, so that you don't get kind of tripped up uh, when it comes to treating your SIBO. Now, um, in terms of like when you would like expect to be able to, you know, introduce garlic um, back in is, is really individual. Um, I work, um, it really, again, I'm, I'm kind of thinking here, I'm like, oh, how can you like summarize? Again, this is generalized health information. Like I, I don't know anything specifically about you unless you're one of my patients and we start working together, we can kind of really break that down. But generally speaking, you know, um, I work with, uh, six different phases, um, when it comes to, you know, food reintroduction. Um, and then there's always some, you know, guidelines around foods that may be your trigger foods and establishing that threshold of how much you can actually tolerate. Um, so, you know, generally speaking with, by 12 weeks, so three month mark, um, for really severe SIBO and like chronic, uh, intolerances, six months it might take. Um, and sometimes that slow and steady wins the race approach is best. Um, if you're really sensitive and, and, you know, even when it comes to prescribing my, um, treatment protocols, if I have a really sensitive patient, we just start slow. Okay, so if you've reacted to this process and you haven't got the right results and you've like come to an absolute standstill, um, you need to kind of go back and go slow and go steady. Like there's a balance between like it triggering and you may be having die off effects or, you know, having a a stress reaction as well um, and kind of pushing through that um, and then also kind of completely struggling and it making things worse. So you know, you can always get a second opinion and things like that. But yeah, I hope that that's, um, you know, been helpful for you guys and kind of explains a little bit more about, you know, because it is so many people get confused. Like it's one of the top, <laughs> once people get their treatment plan, one of the top questions they get asked, they're like, hmm, Carly, why is there garlic in that tablet? I can't eat that. So now I can refer all my patients to this podcast as well. So that will be awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, if you have any questions or you know, if you like this resonates with you and you were like, oh, like I stopped my treatment because I thought that the garlic was making me worse and thought it was the wrong thing that was prescribed to me, reach out. I'd love to have a chat um, and we can kind of get you on the road to recovering from IBS and SIBO. Have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time for another episode where we talk all things IBS and SIBO. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Did you like what you heard? Please leave me a review. Would you like to join the Nourish Gut community? Then come and find me over on Facebook and Instagram. 
you would like to know more about how to work with me or how to order a SIBO breath test, jump on my website. All of the links can be found in the show notes. See you next time on the Nourish Gut Podcast.